This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast that takes a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we're recapping a thrilling NCAA rowing championship that saw the Bates women's second varsity eight win a ninth straight gold medal in unprecedented fashion. Plus, we preview the IRA National Championship Regatta for the men's rowing team. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The Bates women's rowing team entered the NCAA championships Friday in a spot they weren't very familiar with. The Bobcats were unquestionably the underdog. That was reinforced in the morning heats where both the first varsity eight and the second varsity eight finished in third place, sending them to the afternoon repechages for the first time in head coach Peter Steenstra's tenure. These second chance races proved to be a boon for the Bobcats as the 2V won its repechage and the 1V took second, qualifying both boats for their respective grand finals on Saturday. The Bates 2V was in lane one for the grand final, and the Bobcats stunned their competitors, winning the race in 7 minutes, 10.463 seconds. It's believed to be the first time in the current format of the NCAA Division III Rowing Championships that a boat has emerged from the repechage to win the grand final. The 1V placed sixth in its grand final, and combined, the Bobcats placed fourth overall. Good for a spot on the podium. But it was the 2V race that was the news of the day, with the Bobcats securing an unprecedented ninth straight gold medal. It was a young boat with just two seniors. We talked to both of them after the race, starting with three-seat Ollie Young. The streak, I mean, what are your thoughts on keeping the streak going nine in a row? Uh, it's an amazing feeling to be able to do it. I think a lot of us were really nervous coming in, especially you have a pretty young boat, and people were really nervous that, oh my God, there's been eight in a row, like what happens, what if, what if, what if? And um, I think we let that get to our heads yesterday morning, and then yesterday afternoon, we're like, you know what, we race our race, and we're gonna do what we do best. And it doesn't matter what place we come in, as long as it feels good. And we raced our race today, and uh, it's an incredible feeling to be able to cross the line first for the ninth year in a row as a team. It's an awesome program to be able to do it with. I was going to say, I mean, the repechage, that's uncharted waters you don't necessarily want to be in. I mean, but what was your mentality? You, you touched on it, but like after you had to go to the rep by just a little bit, what were your thoughts like during that wait between the race and the next one? Yeah, we had a talk as a team, as a boat, and thinking like, you know, this morning we were tense, we were up in our shoulders, we needed to relax, and the afternoon we really focused on race our race, and it, um, it was really useful. Honestly, I think we really needed it. It got our confidence back and really reminded us how we like to row and to row ours ourselves, not to try being anyone else. So you and Belle are the only seniors in the 2V. So what's that dynamic like between you two? I mean, obviously she being the coxswain. Yeah, it's awesome. We've been in a lot of boats together over the years. Um, I'm not quite close enough to be able to chat with her, which is probably a good thing. Um, but it's been a lot of fun being with her, just uh, finishing out the year, four years of Bates rowing um, with such a good friend. Um, and she's an amazing coxswain. And I'm so, so immensely proud of her and especially the rest of the boat as well. Hey, describe your journey a little bit with the program, right? I mean, the first couple of years, obviously COVID and you weren't necessarily in a, uh, one of the top boats and then you worked your way in there to 1B last year and also the 2B this year. What's your journey been like? Um, it's certainly been a little bit unusual. I um, put off taking testosterone so I could row um, in college and I would do it again in a heartbeat if I had to. But the first two years, yeah, it was it was insane to have no connections and Bates rowing really sort of grounded us all, especially myself, having having a teammate, having a, a group to to exercise with when we could um, at, you know, 415 and Merrill Gym. Um, but the first two years were definitely rough. Um, last year, starting to get towards normal, and this year, I think our, our class really got really close again, um, and it was an amazing thing to be able to have 
um, and they've had my back for the last four years um, in in an incredible way, and I couldn't be more proud of our grade. I was going to say, I was seeing, you know, after the race was all over today, all your teammates like, were most happy for Ollie. What was that like? <laughs> um, it's it's funny. Um, not my thing particularly. I don't want to be the center of attention, but I have um, starting testosterone in a week, and everyone's really excited for me, and it's it's making me more excited as well because it's it's been a long time, and I, I absolutely don't regret it at all, but it is it's fun to see everyone excited and um, checking in on me it's like oh when is it what are you doing like do you have any big plans um so it's really funny to have everyone being like oh so we finished ncaa's uh, now the next big thing is ollie so it's a little bit silly but it works excellent and i guess any other thoughts you wanted to share on you know the experience of competing these past few years on the national stage like this it's been an immense privilege to be with bates rowing i think the program is unique in in our mindset and who we who we are um, and being proud of who we are is something we had to learn as a class and through COVID to be proud of what we've done. Um, and I couldn't be more thankful for the last four years. Senior coxswain Isabella Soboleski led the way down the 2K course, earning her second gold medal in a row at the helm of what's become a storied boat in Bates rowing history. Initially it looked like some nerves, but today not so much, right? Today not at all. You know, we really gained that confidence, as I mentioned, racing West yesterday and beating them by 12 seconds. And so... We really wanted to take today, focus on ourselves, no matter the result, we said we want to just go out there and be confident in ourselves and know that we have you know, a whole support system backing us up and just trusting what we've got. And you and Ollie are the two seniors in the boat, so what's it like been working with him over the years? Oh, it's been awesome. I had a, a little bit of a moment yesterday after the first race where we didn't do as well as we hoped and I was really down on myself and really crushed and, and he looked at me and he's like, listen you have got this, we have got this. Like, it's you and me, it's been four years. Like, breathe, it'll be okay. And, you know, he's been that that kind of, you know, similar leader in the boat, and he really just has the ability to, to do that for to me, to kind of bring me into my own and say, okay, trust, I've got this, and we've got this. So, it's been awesome. Part of the fun part about being a coxswain is you have to make some good calls down the stretch. Yes. I, I understand there were some entertaining ones today. Take us through maybe some of your favorites. Yeah, some of my favorites, definitely. Um, I would say that in the first 500, I said, um, you know, keys in the ignition, start our engines. And that was definitely an awesome thing to say. It was like obviously very aggressively, you know, in the first bit. And then also another um, good move was for that middle move when we really needed to just put the gas on. I said like nitro, it's now or never. And I like hit the side of the boat, like slamming it. Like we gotta go now. And in the third 500, we talked about, you know, pushing that button. Coaches like when Bella pushes that button, you guys all have to respond. So I was like, I am pushing that button. We're gonna go now. And we did, and we just took off. And, you know, same thing happened last year with Wellesley and um, us really neck and neck in the last 500. So I was like, it is now or never. It is revenge time. Like we're going for gold. So those were some of the, I think some of the, the calls that I really liked. You know, it's interesting like, seems like the times from one day to another really don't matter that much. No, do they? they do not at all. That's the thing. You can't, in rowing, you can't really compare times, you know, and especially being on that outside lane, people don't really expect anything. And so, you know, it's just racing our race, staying internal and just demanding, you know, constantly, we're going to get that foul ball ahead no matter what. So. And you've touched on this, I think a little bit, but you know, between yesterday's heat and the repercharge, what was going through your mind? What were you thinking about? Yeah, I was honestly, maybe a little bit you know shaken up i was a little bit rattled and it was really hard to kind of just take a step back and kind of reflect on okay this is a new race you know 
it's not a bad thing to be racing in the reps. It can be actually a really, really good thing for us to kind of get back in that groove. And, and that was, I think, you know, the mindset that we were going into it with. And this was a whole new day. I slept a lot better last night than I did the night before. So I think that helped and I just felt like, okay, you know, my voice will be on point and I'll be able to lead this crew and yeah. Great, well, here are thoughts on nine straight gold medals for the yeah. second varsity game. <laughs> it's crazy. It's funny because there's nine total people in the boat, including me. So it's like one for each of us. And I think it means a lot to these first years. There's three in the boat, so they make up almost half of it. And um, I'm just really excited for the future for, for them and for the rest of the program and just, you know, continuing on and staying humble throughout all of it. And, you know, I just went up to the other coxswains on the teams and congratulated them because a lot of teams out here are just so fast and really doing a great job. So excited, um, but also like, you know, just really energized throughout this whole experience. Is it weird that your Bates rowing career is over? Definitely. It's so weird, but who knows? Maybe picking up coxing again in the future or maybe going back to rowing as I did in high school. I really do miss it. Maybe taking out a single every now and then. Um, so yeah, so we'll see. Head coach Peter Steenstra gives us a full recap of the Bates women's rowing team's 16th consecutive appearance at the NCAA championships. There are two seniors in the second varsity, Ollie and uh, Isabella. What's it like having them go out on top like this? I'm just very happy for them, but they, they've done all the work to earn that, right? It, was, uh, it took a lot of leadership, had a pretty young boat in there. Uh, that boat's had some, some ups and downs throughout the season. and. Every now and then they would sort of take a piece off the varsity eight, so I kind of threatened to take them apart and maybe see if there isn't some speed that can be pound, found into the into the, uh, the V8. But they really responded well to everything, and in this in particular, you could see how they came in with some nerves and some they were anxious about everything. There's this looming string that's that's just there, and it's part of the the game for them. And then. Um, so we actually cracked that, that open, and in fact, one of the first years was the ones to crack that open, you know, actually make it vocalized and talk about it. And uh, I mean, you ask about uh, the seniors, but I can say that Bella really responded to that. She she took on the pressure of, okay, this boat is nervous, and this boat has a lot of expectations, um, but she also knew that this boat had a lot of speed that hadn't been fully exposed yet. So. I, I give her a lot of credit for really making that boat go. This is the first time you've ever had to race in the reps during your time at Bates. Yeah. Was it weird? Like, what were your thoughts like after the heats? I mean, the 2V barely had to race the reps, but they did. No, it wasn't. I'm, I'm not going to say that we were expecting to be in the reps, but as soon as we were in the reps, I knew it wasn't a bad thing. I knew that that, especially for that second eight, it was going to give them another race. Right, um, and that group really needed it. They needed a second go round on the course, and I think it benefited the one B as well. And it gave us a chance to do a little tinkering with some of the equipment, so um, and and then see what was going to happen if we did. So it really helped us out, to be honest with you. Nine straight gold medals for the two B. I mean, that's just incredible. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm not sure if that's real. I'm just gonna. <laughs> what what it is, it shows not just the depth of the program, uh, but how competitive the, the bottom is as they kind of push up but then how unified the group is that comes here right so we talked about the v16 and uh, I think it's pretty clear that that they take on the um, responsibility of that of the 2v like they know that their job is to get their job is to get as many points as they can and so if you can get those 16 points right those two points above 
14 is a is a lot and it really pays off when you look back at all the results like last year was a one point difference last year right and, and this year we were tied with with Tufts so points they really come down to one or two points and can mean all the difference just in the landscape of rowing I mean it seems like a lot of teams are really putting a lot more resources into their 1Vs and it's going to be a battle the coming years isn't it it is I mean if you look at this we had five different schools represented on the medal stand that's a big deal, right? There's only eight teams here, and and we were going into that varsity eight race, and no one knew who was going to win because everyone had had won at one point or another, or everyone had the fastest time at one point or another, except for us. But uh, you know, there was no question that that was going to be a very competitive race. It was exciting. Great. Well, any other thoughts on this year's NCAA championships, and your thoughts on you know you know goals kind of going forward? My thoughts on this one are I'm just very proud of the entire team and everyone who's not even here. Um, because we're only allowed to travel with the 21. I'm, I'm very happy with how everyone went through this season and how hard we worked together. It took a lot of people, um, you know, some, some bumps and bruises along the way. And, and uh, Carly did a great job as an assistant coach for me, but as a head coach for the kind of the second half of the team. She really did well um, managing them and helping them and guiding them. Um, and I'm just so happy with the seniors as well. Uh, you know, Casey Winter and Maeve Mikulski, who had to go through the injury process and then be out of racing altogether. You know, that was tough, but she never missed a beat and was was still just as involved as she was ever going to be. And, and she came here as like a team manager. Um, and she's just an important personality to have around. So I'm very happy with with everything. Um, I want to thank like. Joe Stevens and Connors, you know, who we like to call Moose. Um, they did such a good job racing, and Dee Lee up there and Bow just pulling her brains out all the time. And, and uh, I don't know, I'm so happy with the group. They did well. The Bates class of 2023 graduated on Sunday, but there's still one more spring sports competition on tap. This Friday and Saturday, the men's rowing team heads to West Windsor, New Jersey for the IRA National Championship Regatta. Senior Captain Ben McDonald joins us for a preview. Take us through kind of how the season's gone from your perspective so far as a captain, as one of the leaders leading into this big uh, regatta we got coming up this weekend. Yeah, surely. Came into this year with a, a really young group, so trying to figure out different seats to fill from last year's really talented senior class. Um, lost a lot of guys to graduation. So we came into this year with uh, limited expectations, but just looking to put together good boat, see what you know the, the freshmen, the sophomores can bring. And I've, I've really be, been impressed by the whole group. Um, I think through through the winter, a lot of guys, uh, you know, were challenged in different ways. And uh, going into the spring, we were just sort of excited to get back on the water, uh, put a varsity eight together, put two V together, put the put the whole team together. And I think throughout the year, the group has just really continued to grow. Um, all the early regattas we go to, coach will talk about just wanting to learn something. We go there, whether it's racing these lightweight schools at the beginning of the year. We're going there to learn something, and that's that's really important to getting to where we are now. And so I think we're I think we're in a really good place. I'm I'm really proud of everybody. the 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 group we've put together, the the two eights that are going to the IRAs now, have really learned a lot, um, both internally and from each other. So, you know, from from a rower's perspective, you know, I'm I'm really excited to to have this regatta. And from a captain's perspective, I th I think the group's in a really good place. I'm really happy with how. Um, things have gone and, you know, guys have learned a lot. And I, I think they're in, set up in a really good place for next year. It's interesting, you know, as a senior, you, you graduated on Sunday, 
but you still have more competition ahead. What's that like? To be like, <laughs> hey, I'm graduating, but I'm still competing for baits here. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's fun. Um, it's really just great to be here for another week. Um, Maine's pretty cold, <laughs> so the fact that we get to roast so late in the year is is really a lot of fun. Um, with the addition of the the D three IRA, it it allows our program to become better and better every year. And so the women have had the, their national championship for a long time, and they've had a ton of success there. What that allows them is, is it allows them to row for three or four more weeks every year in May. And with the addition of the IRA uh, last year, the same is true for us. So I think for the, the freshmen that are incoming last year, now sophomores, the freshmen this year, you know, when you think about the extra four weeks that, that they get, it's it's really three or four months over the course of their four years. So that is just really important to the growth of the team over the long term. So it's really, really good that we have this regatta this late every year. Is this going to be your second or third personally? This will be my third. So okay, so yeah. you went during the weird uh, COVID one. We had a not-so-good result at that regatta my sophomore year, but that really enabled us to have a lot of, lot of success and a lot of growth going into my junior year. So For those who don't know, I mean, what's it like? being there kind of I mean you're no longer competing against the cows and the Washingtons of the world but it's still obviously great competition you get to see those crews as well yeah so my my sophomore year right. it was uh it was totally open there was no yeah. d3 event so we we went into that regatta um just excited to race at a big regatta um most of our other all of our other races had been duels to that point so we were just excited to to go there and see what kind of speed we had um and yeah, I mean, it's really quite cool to see what the top of the sport looks like. Um, for, for both the men and women going to these regattas, you see the dedication. You see Yale and Cal, UW for the women, Texas and Stanford. These schools are really talented, and so it, it can be quite motivating. It's really cool to see what the top of the sport looks like. So it's really quite neat, actually. So last year, the Varsity 8 got fourth, if I recall, in the D3 yeah. race. So what, what's the goal kind of this year? What are you guys looking at in terms of the competition? Because it's, it's similar boats that you normally have been facing, right? Yeah. So the the D3 level is, is mostly NESCAC. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see these schools a lot. Um, Williams, Wesleyan, Tufts, Trinity, and ourselves, they're really the sort of the key players in this regatta. And we've, we've seen them a lot. Um, the goal for this group should be to medal. Um, mm-hmm. The 2V has had a really good season, um, and I talked a little bit earlier about how we've learned from them. Um, as the 1V has sort of struggled at various points of the year, I think we've looked to the 2V, who's had had success when, he, when we haven't. The, the first time was against Wesleyan. We had a good result ourselves, and we came off the water, and they had won the race. Mm. So that was really exciting. They had a really good result at um, NIRCs as well. And so, you know, I think that that for both the boats, you know, we're seeing in the 2V that the speed is really there. I think the 1V has grown a lot. So everyone in the group is really excited. And I think our goal, you know, our goal is to go there and get a medal for both eights. Excellent. And then, um, you know, as a senior, you mentioned that, you know, it's a young crew this year. Uh, what are some of the first years like? Because being thrown right into the first varsity eights, uh, tough uh, task to handle, right? How have you as a leader kind of helped them with that? Yeah, well... They're, I mean, they're talented guys. Yeah. Um, the, the, the two that are in the 1V, George Favre and, uh, and Luc Demaison are just, I mean, they're just really talented guys. And um, right from the beginning of the year, you know, we, we knew that the, the freshman class was going to be really, really talented, and we didn't waste too much time getting them into those top eights. I had the, the pleasure of rowing behind George uh, in the fall. He was, I was bow, he was two. Mm. 
and um you know we we would take out a pair in the fall and you know right away it was it was very clear that that he's a really talented rower so um we made the switch to bring him to stroke and that was a really successful change and um uh, Luke Demaison is on starboard. We moved him around quite a bit from stroke to five. He's now in three, and he's just a really versatile guy. And you know, we p- put him really anywhere in the boat, and he's he makes you know a lot of good things happen. So, um, you know, those are the two guys in in the one V. And you know, going into this year, we had seats to fill, and we were just excited to to see who was going to step up. And uh, you know, I think it's really worked out well. Those two guys that came in ready to row, they're really talented athletes, and they, they filled the role really, really well. Yeah, I saw Luke, I think, switch positions in the middle of a practice one time. Yeah, that sounds about right. He's bounced around a bit, yeah. but I think we've really found the right spot for him now. We've put uh, him, in, him in three and uh, Ben Auer back now in four. So I think, uh, I, think it's, I think it's a really good change. I'm excited. As a captain, do you work with the coaches kind of where people might fit best, or is that really all on the coaches? <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll ask from time to time yeah. what, um, you know, what, what, what my thoughts are and— uh, They'll certainly ask uh, Aiden Braithwaite, Brady. We call mm-hmm. him our, our coxswain for a lot of input. But, um, you know, <laughs> Coach is one smart guy. He sees things that even we don't. So, um, you know, mo- most of the time he's making the decisions and he's always happy to answer questions about it. But, yeah, he's put together a really good boat this year. So after IRAs, what's next for you? I'll be moving to Boston. So quick quick turnaround, actually. I'm <laughs> heading down to Philadelphia on Monday and then back up to Boston. So I'm um, going to be working clinical research there. So. Excited. Excellent. Any more rowing in your future? I know obviously Boston has a lot of rowing. Ah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, I don't know. I'll probably take the summer to myself. Yeah. I have another year of eligibility. It's I true. joked with uh, last year's senior, Stephen Sparks. Uh, he's rowing at Northeastern this year. So, oh. you know, we'll see. Maybe I'll get another year in me, but probably not. <laughs> Northeastern, so is that a varsity program? Yeah. D1? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because that extra year of eligibility, yeah, people are all over the country doing different things. Yeah, it's, re- it's really neat. <laughs> what has he said about his experience there? Oh, he's had a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah, he's had a ton of fun. I mean, it's a really different experience rowing D1, D3. Yeah. Um, and he's with a really talented group of guys there at Northeastern. So, um, yeah, seems to be having a good time, and hopefully they put together a good result at IRAs. We'll see him there. So he'll be there? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. excellent. So a little mini Bates reunion with exactly. another Bobcat there. Yeah. Excellent. What are your thoughts you want to share on IRAs coming up we haven't got to talk about? I th- I think that's it. I mean, I'm excited. This is going to be my last race, and um, I think there's a lot of confidence in this group. Um, we, uh, at least in the one week, had a tough tough result that uh, NIRC's that's seated us a little bit lower than we would have hoped. But, um, you know, there's nothing nothing wrong with an underdog if you watch the NHL or NBA playoffs. So I think, I think our group's really excited. I think our group believes in our success, and um, I'm just really excited to go out there and, uh, and see what we can do. Excellent. Heats are Friday, finals Saturday down there in West Windsor, New Jersey on Mercer Lake. You can find the links to watch the action live at GoBatesBobcats.com. Ben McDonald, thanks so much. Thanks, Harry. In track and field, senior captain Jill Richardson placed 12th in the 5K at the NCAA Championships. Meanwhile, junior Chrissy Amon qualified for the final, taking 11th in the prelims in the 1500 meters, but did not finish the championship race on Saturday due to the heat. Richardson graduates as the only two-time All-American in Bates women's cross-country history, the school record holder in the 3K, and second all-time in the outdoor 5K at Bates. And next time on the Bates Bobcast, we'll wrap up our eighth season recapping the week that was in Bates Athletics and give you a preview of all the exciting happenings upcoming at this year's reunion weekend. That's next time on the Bates Bobcast. (laughs) 